Welcome to Get Behind Fanny, a podcast dedicated to the behind-the-scenes stories of the music, the members, and the musicians influenced by the rock group Fanny, the godmothers of women who rock. Hey, everybody. It's Alice DeBure, Fanny's drummer, and welcome to December. Welcome to December. I'm Dr. Kristen Hilaire Glasgow. I happen to be the daughter of Fanny's manager, Roy Silver. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm Byron Wilkins, a lifelong Fanny fan and manager of the Fanny Rocks website. And it's even a little cold here in North Carolina. So <laughs> it's a <laughs> little chilly December. here in yeah. Tucson. So yeah. there <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, so on this episode, we are concluding our hashtag and eggs series yes. <laughs> <laughs> with hashtag Nikki Notes part yeah. two. I'm so excited. Yeah, you're yeah, bringing the bacon one. this time, Kristen. Finally. Okay, finally. <laughs> I've been waiting for the bacon this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going for the grits. Going okay. for the grits. All right. White gravy, yeah. White gravy all the yeah. way. Anyway. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. <laughs> and, you know, and as we had said on um, Nikki Notes Part 1, the mm-hmm. three of us on the Posco, we don't want to speak for Nikki, nor does right. June, nor does Jean, nor do I as Fanny. Uh, we can't speak for Nikki. So mm-hmm. on this episode, we're letting the Fanny fans speak about their feelings nice. about Nikki and her contributions to Fanny. Yeah. 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 And I just, you know, I've have I have very fond memories of Nikki. Mm. Alice, you obviously have your own memories with Nikki. Um, and I realize, Byron, that you're of the three of us, you're the only one who still gets to call her friend. Yeah. Well, yeah, it you know, it's no big secret. I'm a big Nikki fan and and I'm very happy to call her a friend for the past twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. You're luckier, as we used to say a long time ago. Luck out, luck out. <laughs> and we did mention this on part one of hashtag Nikki Notes, but the outpouring of love and just affection for Nikki has been extraordinary and truly, truly heartwarming. Yeah. And for clarity, even though we may have mentioned this before, this podcast covers Fanny specifically from the years 1969 to 1973. So for those who had comments or questions about Nikki's solo career or life after Fanny, that's for someone else to explore. So we're putting it out there. Run with it, kids. Run with it. Yeah, Yeah, Kristen, you're absolutely correct. But And as you said, for this podcast, um, which is Nikki Notes Part 2, we're going to be listening in full to uh, two kind of very different songs, uh, No Deposit, No Return, and Beside Mm -hmm. Myself, as well as a few (laughs) other snippets from Nikki's songs, or maybe more. But we picked picked (laughs) No Deposit, No Return, and Beside Myself because... For that reason, they're very, very different Nikki styles. Yeah. You know, in addition, we've never listened to either in full on the podcast. So, yeah. Let's get started. Yeah, let's get started with No Return, (laughs) which is a bonus track on the Fanny Hill CD from uh, Real Gone Music. Here is the doorway 
Certainly not your usual Nikki tune, is it? <laughs> no, you're exactly not, but it's so clever. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I love the lyrics. It's such a little ditty, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> good word, ditty. It's a ditty, and you know, I admit, and I'm a not, I'm not a big country and western music yeah. fan. Uh-huh. Don't at me, people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, once again, with Fanny, had somebody else, let's say in country and Western, I don't know, mm-hmm. Willie Nelson or somebody, this yeah, would have been a Parton hit. Yeah. Dolly Parton, exactly. Yeah. And, or let's yeah. say the Beatles had put this on the White Album or mm-hmm. the Stones yeah. had covered this. Yeah. They would have, this song would have been seen as genius. Yeah. So <laughs> speaking of genius, let's hear from Nikki's fans about Nikki. So Layla, no last name, writes in, quote, unbelievably talented with four exclamation (laughs) points, close quote. And Kate Three Fires writes, quote, Nikki's superhuman skills as a singer, songwriter, and keyboardist never ceased to blow my mind. And Mm. at such a young age, I believe she was barely 20 when she joined Fanny, close quote. Alice, this is correct, right? Um, yeah, Nikki is, I think, a year or two younger than me, maybe just a year. So she would have been uh, 20-ish, you know. Wow. She's probably okay. 70 or 71. I'm 72. So yeah, Kate, she was barely 20. And you're right, superhuman. But uh, as Angie <laughs> Thomas Davis wrote in, and she saw us in uh, Fanny in the UK. Oh, wow. She says, I think Nikki was an integral part of Fanny, very much of the band that I loved as a teenager and still admire, close quotes. Mm. And Angie, yeah. mm-hmm. I understand you have an autograph book with all four <laughs> of our signatures that you still have to find. So yes. find it before the mice do. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <No. laughs> please, please. Yeah, Angie Thomas Davis told me that she was just about 14 when she saw you. Mm-hmm. And she sent her autograph book backstage wow. via Seagrave. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yep. Wow. yeah. And yeah. another Angie, Angie Tapp, who saw you in the UK. And is now one of your friends, Alice, right? Yep. She, yep. Tell us yep. a little bit about it. Well, Angie Tapp um, found us in 71, 72 mm-hmm. and attended many gigs 
I had wow. conversations with her. I gave her a pair of drumsticks. Um, mm-hmm. She has many, many, many fond memories of Nikki. After June and I left the band, you know, Nikki kind of took her under her wing. She uh, wow. let her into concerts and breakfast she took her to breakfast they the band went yeah the band went on a tour of strawberry studios and nikki invited angie along so angie is just you know nikki was so kind and so generous with her it was you know very open and giving of nikki so she remained she remains loyal to nikki as a lifelong fan she does oh yeah yeah You know, and and another lifelong uh, Nikki fan, uh, J.R. Wolf writes in and quote, excellent singer, songwriter and pianist with Fanny and quote, and Boyd Harris, a fan who we all know Boyd has uh, photographed (laughs) photographed Fanny in concert. He writes, quote, we all know the brilliance of Nikki and I love hearing about her part in Fanny. The downside is I'll never hear her on the podcast End quote. Oh, well, you know Uh, what, Boyd, never say never. I'm dreaming big. big. Yeah, absolutely. And then Jeff Hubbs writes, quote, Nikki Barkley was Fanny's Leon Russell. And apparently she Mm -hmm. moved in some of the same circles. And I think she did. She was a fantastic find for the band, end quote. And yeah, she was on the Joe Cocker Mad Dogs tour with Leon and a whole slew of other musicians. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And and not not only did she like Leon Russell's style, she Mm -hmm. also loved the way Nikki Hopkins played. Oh, you know, yeah, and yeah. and both of those are pretty close to her own playing on certain Fanny songs. You can hear yeah. their influence. Yeah. I wow. Think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's so interesting, Alice, about who she might have been influenced mm-hmm. by. But, mm-hmm. but it's also interesting to think about who she might have influenced. Correct. So yeah. Boyd Harris, yeah. again, and Apple Scruff, remember our Apple yep. Scruff, Tim Shiflett? <laughs> yes. They had a great exchange. And so Boyd wrote in saying, quote, I was recently listening to the album Metal by Pink Floyd. Mm. The last track is Echoes, and parts of the keyboard sections by Rick Wright reminded me so mm. much of Nikki's playing, close mm. quote. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Apple Scruff replied to Boyd's comments, quote, Richard Wright was brilliant at using the many, quote, voices of his keys as effectively mm-hmm. as possible, as was is Nikki. I could especially imagine Nikki doing justice to the funky breakdown section <laughs> seven minutes into the metal version of Echoes. And close quote. <laughs> and like country yeah. and Western, again, don't at me. I'm not a big Pink Floyd fan. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Alice Byron, do you hear this? Oh, yeah. I definitely hear what he's talking about. And, and, and I am a Floyd fan, so I make it up for everybody out there listening <laughs> yeah you have to, you, you got to make it up for me too because i was never a pink floyd fan and i'm oh, well, you know okay so that limits yeah. my musical <laughs> spectrum but you know when when he talked about the funky breakdown section when tim talked mm-hmm. about the funky breakdown section i was thinking of nikki's funkiness more on special care mm-hmm. and oh, apple yeah. scruff tim wrote in mm-hmm. she plays special care like she wrote the damn thing Mm-hmm. The priceless beat club performance where she goes from the piano to the organ during the bridge, then back to the piano without missing a single beat or note is nothing short of a miracle, end quote.
amazing. Yeah. I just have to say, mm-hmm. you guys mm-hmm. kick tushy on this oh, yeah. song. <laughs> tushy, tushy, tushy. Absolutely. But you know, she, Nikki, really could make that Hammond sing, and mm-hmm. and having her left hand hold that high notes on the organ while she yeah. slid over the piano with her yep. right hand. Yep, it's a thing of beauty, and it really and I, is. And I'd like to contrast that with her piano solo on, you know, Place in the Country. Ooh, I you love know? it. I love it. Oh, I know. That's yeah. a great song. I, I really couldn't tell you if this is funky or not because I'm not a funky guy. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, talk about nothing short of a miracle. Just, you know, just listen to this. You know, and and she's self-taught. I know. It just blows your mind. (laughs) It's just, it's just incredible. And I also love Alice that you, Gene, and June all picked this as Mm. one of your fave Fanny songs Mm -hmm. for the hashtag series. I mean, Nikki's playing and singing on the song is so fabulous. Let alone again that not only is she self-taught, she probably wrote this in her head, and she was probably twenty-one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as for other songs written by Nikki, the list of faves from the Fanny fans are endless. But some of the top songs mm-hmm. that people wrote in about was a little while later. Uh-huh. Oh, and yeah. Eric Frank writes, quote, Nikki equals genius, wow. mad piano skills, great <laughs> singer, incredible writer. A little while later is one of my favorite songs by anyone ever. Close quote. Ever. 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 Yeah. Eric, I so agree. Yeah, I I agree, Eric, too. And I picked a little while later as one of my fave Fanny songs on the, uh, I don't know whether it was one or two of the hashtag Mm. Ask Alice, but another Mm -hmm. one of my fave Nikki songs, Fanny songs, Fanny song. No, it's a Nikki song. (laughs) One of my favorite Nikki songs is one that um, many people wrote in about. And mm-hmm. that's, is it really you? Because oh, yeah. I love how rollicking it is. Yeah. You know, it just, it, it's great that way. But Mia wrote in musically, is it really you goes from a tender ballad to a strong forward moving strut. I hear shades of Randy Newman to Super Trap, she says. Oh, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and Alice, I don't mind the horns until I hear you in my head start bitching about them. And then, and then they just make me angry. LOL, LOL, LOL. That's just yeah. unquote. I but yeah, I think you have all heard my subtle, very subtle no, it's opinion. Very subtle. It's, it yeah. is. It's so subtle. On, on Richard's. Yeah love affair with horns but <laughs> mia i do hear randy newman and i also hear super tramp whom i love even if they came after fanny so yeah oh yeah, yeah. I, I definitely can hear the similar similarities in the keyboard style between super tramp and fanny mm-hmm. especially yeah. on the ballads i mean yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's just great stuff mm-hmm. but i have to admit even though i'm a nikki rocker at heart you know because yeah. you know, that's, that's who i am one of my favorite ballads of hers though is conversation with a yes cop. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm not alone in this. Many, many people wrote in about it. For example, Adam S. Leslie writes in, quote, I think she's a monstrously underrated vocalist. I think monstrously is a cool word. Anyway, keyboard player <laughs> and songwriter. She's monstrously. And uh, getting back to him, and all of her songs are fantastic, but Conversation with a Cop stands out for me especially. It ought to be remembered as a genuine 1970s classic. You know, I got to agree with that. Yeah, and then he goes on. In construction, it reminds me of Jackson Brown's Late for the Sky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is flawlessly good writing. If there was any justice, she'd remembered, be remembered as one of the greats, end quote. And, you know, I couldn't agree more with that. Nikki's vocals me on too. that song sounds like she's just opening up her soul to you, you know? Yeah. You're really, Absolutely. really. And Adam did include a PS on that. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's a great one. <laughs> yeah, it is. My retro, this is a quote, my retro tube podcasting partner, Heather, exchanged emails with Nikki about Keith Moon some years back. And she says, Nikki is lovely. <laughs> it possibly helped that Heather had no idea who Nikki was outside of someone who played oh. on a Keith Moon album. <laughs> And I said, Heather, I hope you're not too disappointed that you didn't know the extent of Nikki's talents and body of work when you emailed her about Keith Moon. I mean, you know, just saying, you're talking just to Nikki Barkley, for yeah, gosh yeah. sake. Just saying. I yeah. was going to actually say, you know, Heather, you could have just, you know, instantly done a Google search. But on the other hand, I think her naivete to who Nikki was was probably why Nikki responded. Beneficial. Yeah, it made it yeah. work better. It, it was totally, it was authentic. And yeah. so the other song that we got a lot of response from was mm-hmm. Beside Myself. And mm-hmm. as we mentioned, we have not listened to the song on the podcast yet. Mm. And we will explore this song further down the line in other okay. ways. But this is, you know, hashtag Nikki Notes. So this is all her. And Tom Kearney writes, quote, great vocalist, wonderful songwriter, incredible keyboard player. And Beside Myself is one of the greatest songs, wait for it, ever. Close quote. (laughs) (laughs) And Apple Scruff, Tim, writes, quote, Beside Myself is one of many high watermarks on Mother's Pride for me. I adore everything about it. The beautiful piano, memorable melody that feels as if I've known it my entire life. The exquisite Mm -hmm. vocal pairing of Gene and Nikki. Mm -hmm. The dramatic guitar solo. The heavy exactly when they need to be drums. (laughs) The steady buildup to that magnificent finale with Nikki. Nikki's soulful rasp. Oh, yes, I do now. Perfectly complimenting Gene's emotive lead and those ethereal ah harmonies. It's so freaking good, he writes. I don't even know how to complete this sentence. I'm just beside myself. I don't know what to say You fill my head with lies And I want to believe you I can't control myself 
Yeah. Heartbreakingly oh. beautiful. Yeah. 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 That man. is really a beautiful song. It that really, really is. is. Yep. You know, and uh, I really like what uh, Apple Scruff had to say about Beside Myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, quote, the song is the old hat of side two of Mother's Pride. Only Ooh. this time. Yeah. Yeah. And only right. this time. It's an original composition. And one of the best examples of what Fanny was capable of as a band. Right. I can't think of a good reason beside myself. Shouldn't have been a top 40. And he goes on to say, no, to hell with that. <laughs> a number one hit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it has such an accessible, radio-friendly, but ultimately singular vibe that would have been, you know, even played well in today's uh, power ballads. Excuse me, the power ballads of the 80s and 90s. Right. You know, right. Yeah. He says, listening to it 50 years later, after it was recorded, I'm so impressed at how flawless the recording still sounds and how touched I am by it, end quote. You know, wow. and, yeah. and I got to say that, Mr. Upperscroft, you are absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> I could see this as an 80s power bed ballad up there with the likes of Hart or Banatar. Uh, yeah. Banatar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I got to say that if all of Fanny's recordings hold up very well, but especially Mother's Pride. You could release that today as a new album, and I don't think anybody would know the difference. Yeah. It's oh, just I that, absolutely it's just that agree. Solid. It is. Yeah. It is so solid. And you know mm-hmm. what's funny, Byron? Mm-hmm. You and I both originally saw mm-hmm. Mother's Pride as our oh, least yeah. favorite <laughs> Fanny album. <laughs> yeah. And yet, Alice, it was always your favorite. So, yet yeah. again, Rockstar, you were ahead of your time. Neener, 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 neener. I'll take that one. <laughs> Just like Fanny was ahead yeah. of time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. I, yeah, I really appreciate how Tim summarized his feelings mm-hmm. about Nikki because I agree with him 100%. Yeah. He wrote in, quote, Nikki was, without question, a key element to what made the band unique and exciting, as were they all. Like mm-hmm. other great bands, each member of Fanny brought her own character into the mix, and Nikki sounds like she was slash is one hell of a character. Mm-hmm. There's so much we don't know about her, yet it sounds like there's a good deal of autobiography in her songs. Mm. For example, take a message to the captain, possibly being about her initial reluctance and ultimate acceptance of joining the band. And and my aside here is we. Tim, we were we were conjecturing there. Yes, yes, yeah. we were. Yeah, and he goes on with quote: "The era of mist- era of mystery around her makes all makes her blah. The era of mystery around her makes her all the more intriguing. She uh-huh. was able to write across the stylistic spectrum in a way that true few truly can. She uh-huh. could channel a lot of venom into her ferocious performances." End quote. Yes, he could. And then he ends with. Remind me never to piss Nikki off. And I said, <laughs> I said yeah, Tim, I oh, learned yeah. that lesson 50 plus years ago. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. but let's listen to some of Nikki's songs. Okay. Um, you know, he's right. Her yeah. musical spectrum is off the charts. You know, let's just let's put together a few and take a listen. OK, sure. Love yeah. it.
It is so true, Nikki. We've never known a person or a musician like you. You know, I just beautiful. I don't think in my lifetime I have ever known another person like Nikki who could be so difficult and at the same (laughs) moment be absolutely wonderful. I mean, that boom, boom. She was amazing. She just, oh, blows my mind. Yeah. I love that, Alice. I also love that you could see her in her full spectrum. You know, that's just wonderful because she is deserving of that. And Alice, you had mentioned Mia before. Mm -hmm. And I loved what she had to say about the song Shade Me, which Uh for those who have listened know that that's Mia's favorite song. And also what she had to say about Nikki and Fanny. So she writes, quote, when I feel connected to a Fanny song and realize it was written by Barkley, it all makes sense. Mm -hmm. I feel there is a theme slash common thread throughout. I can't put words as to what it is, but I feel a kindred connection to Nikki. Hmm. It's probably as simple as the fact that the first song I fell in love with was Shade Me. And then in parentheses, <laughs> she writes, yep, still my favorite, close <laughs> And she ends with, Fanny makes me feel alive, close oh, quote. Oh, oh isn't that awesome? Yeah, nice. Mia, I could not agree more. Absolutely. And speaking of Mia, I wanted to personally apologize for not giving you a birthday bakery shout out yes. on the last yeah. episode. Yes, exactly. And we also have, yes, it is due. We also have some November and December birthday bakery shout outs. So beginning in November, Mia, Mm -hmm. we have Ann Beard, who happens to be Angie Tapp's sister. We Mm -hmm. also have, as we had talked about, Adam S. Leslie. So happy Mm -hmm. November. Happy birthday in November. In November and in December, we have Ann Beard's sister, Angie Tapp. Happy birthday. (laughs) And And Jeff Fazekas, yeah. very own hey, Jeff Fazekas. Yeah, yep. happy Been birthday to everybody! Months. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Yeah. And you too. What a great hashtag series this has oh, been. Yeah. Just, I feel yeah. so satiated. Don't yeah, you? It's, it's like a full meal. Definitely, oh, it is. A, a it full is. course meal, man. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, I love that. It really, it's just been so much fun. Whether we started off with hashtag Jean Genie, yeah. then with hashtag June Jams, no. then with our very own hashtag Ask Alice, and That's now nice. with hashtag Nikki Notes. Wow, what a joy! Just this a treat. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Kristen and Byron, this mm-hmm. has been just a delicious. Treat. It really and I, I'm just glad we didn't eat it all in one plate or <laughs> one Pasco. Oh, oh. Right. oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 10 hours long. Yeah, I was going to say that would have been a long Pasco. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so before we say mm-hmm. that's a wrap for this episode, mm-hmm. there are a couple of announcements. Oh, oh it's very this, exciting. Is this it's- the news hour? This is the news hour. If we get behind news, breaking news. news. (laughs) The first is that Fanny Mm -hmm. was the first and only real people to ever appear on F is for Family on Netflix. Yeah, isn't that cool? As themselves, let me say that again. The only real people to ever appear on Netflix as themselves. It's just incredible. (laughs) And I have to say, the response so far has been fantastic. Yes, you know, it's just been great. My youngest son texted me the other night because he he watches the show and he goes, hey, 
Fanny's on the freaking show. <laughs> I know. Two more episodes. Stay tuned, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, it, it is exciting. It's just it's just wonderful. And we Good have now new Fanny fans and yeah, yeah. podcast yep. listeners. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Cool. And the second announcement, if you haven't already seen it or listened to it, you must check out Alice's guest appearance on Bill Burr's podcast. Oh, yeah. Alice, yeah. I have to say, I mean, I, I realize I say this all the time, but you were just Awesome. You were awesome. And the two of you looked like you were having a blast. You were just the queen bee of rock and roll. So hats off to you. (laughs) You know, we we did. We were having fun. Um, From the moment Bill Burr and I started texting, um, oh, 2020 towards the end of 2020 okay. through the breakfast Kristen that you and I had with him in LA before the Fanny mm-hmm. performance in August mm-hmm. um, to now being what I would call buds or a friend, uh-huh. you know, yeah. he, he even took the time to find Fanny Hill and Old texted house? me about it. Yes. He sent oh, me wow. a picture, you know, yes, but oh. he's, he's, he's such a genuine guy. Hmm. Not really a regular is. guy because he's way too special to be a regular guy. <laughs> and like he has said right. repeatedly, you know, he feels and I feel like we've known each other forever. So it's oh, a it's wow. a real blessing for me to have That's that cool. friendship. It, it, yeah. Well, and you can see all of that on mm-hmm. the podcast. So yeah. definitely yeah. check it out. We'll check it out. Yep. Yes, absolutely. And so for the last announcement, mm-hmm. the three of us here on the POSCO have made, are we calling it a collective executive decision? <laughs> well, <laughs> well exactly. And Alice, you really are the big mama rock star here. So <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. All yeah, right, yeah, mama. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will make the announcement. Um, mm-hmm. We three have decided to take a bit of a well-deserved holiday break. Oh, if yeah. if we yes. do say so ourselves, it is well-deserved. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, we're is. coming back in January. We've got yes, we a are. lot of okay. little pots on the stove. Oh, we, oh, can, yeah. get, we can get away from the cooking reference. Maybe yes, my whiteboard is filling up. Let's, yeah. let's okay, put it cool. differently. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. But we, we three just wanted to wish you a fanny Tabulous holiday season, <laughs> yes. Ever you choose to celebrate, so right. absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. yeah. All, Monica, all of that. And you know what, you two? This is mm-hmm. our second holiday spent with our UFOs oh, and diehard right. fanny fans here mm-hmm. on the POSCO. And so now I guess we mm-hmm. could call this a tradition. Yeah. So, sure. Byron, are you mm-hmm. ready to pop that cork? Oh, I sure <laughs> am. Yeah. Woo! Yes, of Oh, yeah. Can we do the, uh, the old glass cleaning yeah, here? Yeah. Oh, cheers! Yeah. Least, for least, for yeah. 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 Happy holidays, yeah. everyone. Happy New Year. And yes. I think that's a perfect 2021 wrap. 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 Hit it. Wrap.